Hey guys, I'm Darren. And I'm Pam. And welcome back to Head, Head and Heart, Heart 1313. 13. Hey, babe. Hey. How's it going? It's going really well. It is going really well. I am happy to be back here doing this with you again. Yeah, you know what I was happy about today was the sun was out, and so that was a really good thing. The sun was out, snow was melting, and it was nice. So it I'm was happy. Really, really. For those nice. of you that are not in the northern areas, congratulations. But if you're in the southern areas and you dealt with that storm that happened oh, last week or sometime, yeah. prayers are with you. Yeah, actually it affected my mom and my sister. Yeah. And I told my mom today, I was like, you know, this is actually like one of the times where, um, you know, because sometimes you, during the winter time, you just want to be like in the south where it's warm yes. and everything. And it's like, oh, I wish, you know, I was down there with my mom seeing her. And it's like, I'm... I'm actually kind of glad that we were here. I know. I wasn't expecting all of that to happen. You was know, not. I feel like we lived growing up in Jackson. We had some freezes. I feel we like did. we've had like freezes. I don't think anything's it, been there that, not that bad. bad. No, I don't think it was that bad at all. No. So I was very, very shocked. I know. And it just shows you like how I guess you know you have to be built for it. Like you know it happens here in the north of Minnesota where we are now. Yeah, I mean, the city's built for it, but down there, they're not built for that type of stuff. So, like, when it happened, it, although it may not have been a drastic amount of snow by Minnesota standards, by their standards, it was a crap ton. Yeah. So, you know, so I, I, I was just thinking about that the other day. I was like, I remember when we had, like, you know, winter freezes when I was younger, or I remember one yeah. in particular. Um, but I don't remember, like anything like what's happening now but there were so many other things that came into play yeah um and so it it's just a whole thing but we have been uh praying um, for the people um that are going through those things still trying to get their homes together mm -hmm. a lot of people that are still trying to get their homes together so um so yeah so if you are listening and you are in the texas area or mm. the mississippi area yeah. or any i don't any know what other southern states. state that right. was affected by a uh, louisiana yeah if you um have been affected by that and you just know that we're praying with yeah, you yeah prayers for you for real we we get it we understand you you got a small dose of what we deal with in the winter here but again i tell my friends here because they don't think it was such a big deal like but you got to remember we're built for this. We have snow plows and stuff here, and, and they're not, they don't. So it's just different. So prayers are with you guys. But we're glad you guys are listening to us today. As always, um, we thank you guys for your part in the Head and Heart 1313 family. We thank you guys for listening, uh, for following the podcast, for liking, sharing, and subscribing, and telling your friends about it. We can't do it without you. So we really appreciate you guys listening to us and, uh, and liking videos and rating us and things of that nature we just love you guys so thank you yeah we really appreciate you guys um and your support so mm -hmm. thank you so much um well we, we are go. on the last week last uh, week of our covenant kisses. kisses series and we are going to talk about physical intimacy as before we've discussed yes emotional intellectual or mental yes and spiritual. and spiritual yes today we're discussing the physical side of intimacy Correct. and it includes a wide range of behavior that is not only uh that is both sensual and sexual activity correct correct 
So it's not just those. I think a lot of time when people think about uh, physical intimacy, they immediately go to the sexual side of it. But that's just not it. It's plenty other ways to, to express physical intimacy. And, and, and these other ways are actually needed. Very much so needed. Um, because uh, it's just, you know, I feel like for some people who have like, love language and their yeah. love language is like physical, physical touch. touch. Yep. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's not sex. You know, I think you might be right. I, actually. I feel like it's it probably includes it sure. at some point, but I think it's just like no, I kind of like those hugs or I right. like the hand holding and and those are included. Um what's also included in physical intimacy is cuddling. Yeah. Or caressing, uh massaging one another. We get to um foreplay and then sexual intercourse yes. of course uh, also on the list. And of course kissing. Did I say kissing? I don't think you missed it. I missed kissing. Kissing is also on there. Yes. But to the point I was making earlier, I think that like for those that have like physical touch mm-hmm. as one of their lo- their love languages, like the strong one, I'm right. assuming, or the dominant one, it's not just about sex. You you are correct because I think like we like we know that like, spiritual and intellectual are some of your stronger suits or whatever, and as far as your intimacy that that you're dominant toward. I am of. of physical intimacy as well is probably one of my dominants as well probably either one or two on my list and you're absolutely right i'm not just looking for sex when i want physical touch me i just want to be around you and just rub shoulders with you Mm -hmm. and just sit next to you and put my hand on your thigh or you rub my head or something like that or whatever like i love when you come behind me and just you know touch my shoulders it's just nice it just warms me up inside you did it earlier as well when i was working and you came up and you just put your Give hands on my... a little mini yeah, massage. Mini massage on my shoulders and stuff. I was like, oh, hey, babe. It just gave me that little snuggly feeling when you're in, in some nice warm sheets and you do the little shoulder shimmy. Like, ooh. It's just one of those things for me as well. It just, it just, I don't know, but it does something for me and it makes me feel secure. Secure? It does. Okay, it love. It does. It does make you feel loved. Absolutely. And I think you're going to probably discuss a little bit like what all that stuff doing, including like what cuddling does for us. Um, yeah, so uh, cuddling re- specifically releases oxycotton mm-hmm. or the feel-good hormone. In right. addition to bonding, cuddling helps boost your immune system. Um, and I got that information from a behavior scientist uh, named Clarissa Silva. Yeah. And so that was just kind of cool to see that because I think we, I think like, I think like one of the things like we all do, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I think it's for the men that mainly do this <laughs> okay. that kind of like want more sex or whatever. Like they always look up the benefits of having sex or having a lot of sex. But here's the benefit of cuddling. That's right. You know what? You something just came to my mind when I was thinking about that. You said how um, uh, Clarissa Silva says they boost the immune system. I think that's probably true, and I'm, and maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't that why when a mother first has a baby, they always say you should have skin to skin with the baby? Is that Do you think that has anything to do with it? Because I think the baby benefits from just being around the mother and just having that skin to skin bonding time as well. Yeah, skin to skin is so important. Don't ask me about the science behind it, but it's something very beneficial to the, the child, the baby, mm-hmm. um, and that's why they ask you to do it. I, I, I am not 
right. well versed in like oh, no. what that you know I just know that the doctor was like yeah let's do skin to skin it was like honestly my first time hearing yeah. about it doing it with Elijah <laughs> so I don't even but I know it's like really really good and I mean it's something to it well yeah I think it's like if you just think about just what you just described there I mean if a baby needs to be soothed then and they're saying that you know cuddling releases oxycodone or the feel good hormone. I think babies have that as well, so they need to be soothed or comforted, right? Mm-hmm. Then you can hold on to a baby. Or, and I think sometimes our children do the same thing. Like sometimes they, our our son just likes to give out these nice strong hugs, and our daughter loves. I think physical touch is one of hers. She just loves to be hugged and you know and held all tightly and things in nature as well. So I think that it really is something to what hugs can do for people in general. Yeah. Um, even when I talk about this all the time as well, when I first moved here to Minnesota, mm-hmm. um, I wasn't a hugger by no stretch of the imagination because Wait now, wait. Oh, okay. No. Like okay, you weren't a hugger to strangers? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Say that because I wasn't, I wasn't a hugger to strangers, nor was I a hugger to men. <laughs> okay, yeah, because, like, legit, like, I'm like, we're a hugging family. Yeah, we're a hugging family. I <laughs> okay. hug you guys. Yeah. But I didn't hug anybody else. Yeah. You know, but you know, after I come here and I see the culture's a little bit different. And, yeah. And because when we first started going to the church, we attend now, they were they were huggers. Like, oh, bring it in, man. We hug here. And I'm like, okay, why is everybody hugging me? And now they turn me into one. <laughs> yeah. Because I kind of see the benefit of it because now it's like, I'm going to dap you up because, you know, I'm still going to give you the handshake. But if I give you the handshake, I'm going to give you a nice little hug too as well. And I kind of see the benefit of that because some of the, like my, my closest bros that I hang with, we dap each other up and we and we hug each other. But it's cool though. And <laughs> you, you know what? Let me, let me, let me pose this question to you because, okay. you know, I heard a pastor talk about this. And it's so, so it's interesting. We're talking about the benefits of hugging and what hugging does and that mm-hmm. physical touch in a season where we're not supposed to be hugging oh. or touching other people. That's really good. We're supposed to be doing like the elbow dabs and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like then how does that affect us? Because we, because we, we all, we're used to hugging people, but now yeah. we can't reach out and do that. Is that going to have an effect on 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 us like that are we gonna get you know of Honestly, course we should get enough of it at home but it's right. it, what i'm just saying is well honestly i think we actually have already received like an effect on it already as a matter of fact if you if you think about it i think some people because of already lack of connection with people you're not yeah. going around people enough as yeah. well so you're not even getting that that one one-on-one interaction with people and now you're not even touching. You're not, I think it's just something about, like you said, the hugging. And I think some people are already missing that. Yeah. Some people are already like maybe struggling with. I, I don't want. I don't know the numbers, but whether or not there's depression there or just yeah. general sadness because you don't hang around the friends. You don't hang have that with. that that yeah. physical touch, that intimacy. And intimacy. Let me just say this: physical intimacy is. Because it is because intimate intimacy in itself is yeah. not just for husbands and wives or those that are in a relationship. It's it's something that can happen between friends, not leading to anywhere sexual. It's just right. like intimacy. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing about it is we're speaking about it within the marriage realm, so that's the reason why we're talking about all these other things pertaining to relationships. Um, but intimacy is not just um. For married couples. No. And so with that physical intimacy, without having that physical intimacy, the the people who are single. Right. 
and they may not be able to see their friends as often or you know things like that and they and they are missing that physical intimacy or that mm -hmm. physical touch or you know maybe that shoulder bump with yeah. their friends or just whatever or like that hug meeting at the coffee shop you know because there are some places where the coffee shops are still closed mm -hmm. in fact i will be completely honest with you so i am a part of another small group mm -hmm. and uh the women in my small group one of the ladies in scotland and she's like, we're on complete lockdown still. We're wow. still in complete lockdown. See? And so, you know, you think, so they haven't been to church. They haven't done anything. And and it's just kind of like, wow, you've been yes. isolated. That, but, yeah. And I didn't mean to go in this rant because no, I know what we're okay. talking about. Because it just makes me think about it. Because like, I honestly, it's so simple. But, you know, my, my, my bro, Edgar, that's my guy. And every time I see him, I, I just think about it now. I have so much fun just dapping that guy up. Because mm -hmm. every time I see him, we have our own little way we greet each other. And every time, like, it just puts a smile on my face because that's my bro. But, and, and if it makes me feel like that with my friends or with people that I go to church with and, and having that physical intimacy with them as far as that physical touch that we're talking about now, how much more important is it in a marriage? Right. If you're not having that in a marriage. So we're exactly. just talking about how important it is as well. So we have to have that. And it's just, I think it's important that we have that type of physical intimacy in marriage and not just sex that's included of course but just that time where i can massage your scalp or you know whatever or just hold your hand while we watch a movie whatever yeah that that's good yeah hold, holding hands i love holding hands with you mm -hmm. um do love it when you massage my scalp that's awesome do. um <laughs> and like sitting shoulders to shoulder in the book love and respect um it was written about how like guys like to have that shoulder to shoulder connection time like even yeah. if it's just like watching a game together, we don't really have to be interested. We nope. just have to sit there. <laughs> they just want some company. I just want you around. Just man. want, just want you around. around. That is so weird, but it's also <laughs> kind of like cool and it's but yes. moving on because we do want to talk about sex. Of course. You know. Yes. A little bit. It's definitely a part of it as well. So we know sex bonds a husband and a wife together, you know, and if you're a married couple, we would hope and wish that you would be having a lot of sex as well, because it's a good parameter to see how you guys are doing um, intimately and just your relationship in general. You know, I think a lot can be told about, you know, the quality of your sex and the quantity of the sex that you're having as a married couple. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And so... Uh, scripture that comes to mind mm -hmm. uh, is First Corinthians chapter seven verse five, which says, "Do not deprive one another, except perhaps by agreement for a limited time, that you may devote yourselves to prayer. But then come together again, so that Satan may not tempt you because of your lack of self-control." Yeah. Um. We shouldn't be depriving each other. No. We don't withhold sex. You don't withhold sex from your from your husband, your wife, because you are upset with them. No, absolutely not. Like or like to not. <laughs> Let me let me rephrase that. Yes. Let me rephrase that, because I tell I totally understand. Like you're upset, you might not be in the mood for sex. Oh, of so course, I'm not. But what I'm saying is, you're That's not. Spitefully. You're not gonna be spiteful, right. Because like, your husband won't give in to what it is that you um 
that you want him to do or your wife won't give in to what it is that you you know you're not going to use it as as leverage yeah as a punishment or something like that I'm going to get at you and we're not going to do anything yeah that's not what you do and so if you do take time um, and not have sex it needs to be agreed upon between a husband and wife that Mm -hmm. hey during this period of time we're not going to have sex but then we don't come together it's like that mutual understanding Mm -hmm. and then you come back together so that you know exactly what the bible says satan may not tempt you because of your lack of self-control yeah because it happens if you are not having sex and you're not having a lot of sex or you're not having enough sex um because i don't want to say a lot and then put people on a on a thing that's like oh i have to have a lot of sex you should be having a good amount of sex that you and your husband or you and your wife have agreed upon. Correct. There you go. That's nicely said. So there we go. <laughs> right. So you don't have to compare yourself to anybody else. Please don't. What you guys have deemed adequate. <laughs> yeah. For for what you want. Yes. And oh. I was just going to say, yeah, sexual intimacy, like you were saying, yep. is a good indication of the health of a marriage. Absolutely. And, and the reason why we, it's another study that was done. The reason why we say that is the study was done by a sociology department in uh, Georgia University. And they have said, get this, oh my gosh. 15 to 20% of married couples have not had sex within the past year. And that's a problem. That that's is a lot. pretty unacceptable. So, it, and I forgot the percentage <clears throat> or the amount when I was doing research, but yeah. there is a, there is a large amount of, of married couples who are living in a sexless marriage yeah by 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 choice because there are some that now we know there are some people that have medical conditions correct and they cannot participate um in the physical act of sex but this is where uh physical touch comes in correct this is also where emotional spiritual and and intellectual intimacy come in absolutely um but yeah like there are some people that are just not having sex out there yeah that's crazy so it's, it's you, you got to be doing it. I mean, I, we tend to believe if you're having sex at least once a week, then you're probably happier than couples that don't do that. Yeah. You know, so you, you got to make sure that you guys are on the same page when it comes to that, because it's very important. And God made sex and he uses it as a gift for married couples. And it's one you guys should be partaking in as well. Absolutely. <clears throat> um, initiation of sex. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say this. The initiation of sex shouldn't just come from the man mm-hmm. it, or the husband. It should come from the wife as well. Mm-hmm. It is important to make your husbands feel desired and and wanted. And I think it comes so easy for men to do that because yeah. I think most men are like physical. And so it's just kind of like the their thing. And so it's easy right. for them to to show that right mm-hmm. um because they desire it and not saying women don't it's just saying that it's easier for men i feel like it can be easier for some men to show it than it is for some women especially mm-hmm. you know um after you had some kids right. um, so so you want to make sure that you are initiating sex with your husband yeah don't don't leave him out there yeah, I appreciate you saying that, babe. Yeah. But I mean, but again, though, sometimes, sometimes it may be the woman with the higher sex drive as well. So men, you know, if that's you, you know, then congratulations, I guess. But don't don't leave your wife hanging. You know, it's time for you to sometimes romance your wife, do something romantic, and set the mood, and 
do what you need to do to do that, but meet that need as well. You know, so initiate it as well. It's not just. Are you just, romantic? Am I romantic? Define romantic. Are you into romance? Am I into I'm, romance? Uh, listen, listen. I'm not asking <clears throat> him this question for me because I know the answer. Mm-hmm. Because I'm going to answer it too. Yes. I just want to know what his response is. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah, are. I, I I tend to be romantic. Yeah, um, you are. I I like for moods to be kind of set. In yeah, a you sense do. Like that, I do. Yeah. Um, like to be warmed up and things of that nature. I can't just jump in and be ready to go. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I would say so. So you like romance? I do not like romance. Yeah, which is kind of weird for me. I am not a romance person. I I I am not a romantic person. I don't. You know. So that that's kind of like one of the things. And honestly, we're not telling you to tell you like our business. No. We're telling you to say that don't be surprised if, you know, mm-hmm. you got to figure that thing out. Yeah. That's one part of um, getting that uh, sexual part together between your husband and wife. You need to make sure that you know right. where you guys are or where you guys fall in the romance. And then that can kind of lead you in like, okay, how are we going to initiate? Maybe I need to initiate more because I'm not more, ro- I'm not romantic like my spouse is so maybe i need to try to do more of an initiate right more of the initiating Mm -hmm. and so that that's kind of like one of the things that i felt like is very very helpful for me right now if, if you're listening to this and you feel like maybe you're not having the amount of sex that you want to have whether you're the husband or the wife you have to figure out, you know, what's the reason for that. And I know some of the studies have shown that some of the reasons why people may lack interest in sex is because they don't feel appreciated or maybe they don't feel emotionally connected or there just isn't any romance anymore. So just like we had just had the conversation about romance, you got to figure out, am I the romantic or is the other spouse the romantic as well? And if there's a most, if you feel emotionally disconnected, then why do we feel like that? Let's talk this through. Don't just let it go and not talk about it. You got to have those conversations, even if it's tough conversation, which goes back to, I think, intellectual intimacy that we talked about. You still have to be able to have those tough conversations so you can become more intimate as well. And if somebody does not feel appreciated, then you definitely got to address that because neither nobody likes to feel underappreciated and not feel appreciated. And I don't think anybody is going to want to feel like having sex if they don't feel appreciated in the first place. And the reasons that you gave, all of those are very good. And they all tie back, honestly, in my opinion, to emotional intimacy and intellectual intimacy and spiritual intimacy. Because if you're filling up those buckets and you're filling up those those pockets of intimacy that are needed, that we all kind of need. um, Not all kind of, that we all need. Yes. Then you might not feel unappreciated you might not feel uh you might feel more emotionally connected you may feel the romance because um now you're you're hitting the areas where this person feels more intimacy or more of a connection with you or so i think that that's so important that Mm -hmm. even your physical intimacy ties back to all the rest of them yep i was getting ready to say the same thing because we hinted at that earlier when we had the other three in each one of them but you know how do you expect to have really um good passionate physical intimacy with a person 
if you're not emotionally connected to them. Yeah. If you don't have any type of intelligent conversations at all. Yeah. And if you're a, a godly spiritual person as we are in our marriage, if you don't have that connection spiritually as well. I think if you're able to get all three of those, because again, we all have our ones that we're more dominant in. Like we mentioned, like make Pamela, she's more spiritual and more intellectual, you know, but I know that if I want physical intimacy, which is one of my dominant ones, I need to make sure I'm filling her bucket on the spiritual and intellectual intimacy. Yeah. I need to make sure that I'm doing that as well. Cause if I'm not doing that, then she's just not going to be in the mood. The, the wheels aren't going to be turning for her. And she's just like, look, I mean, if, if we can do this, but it's not going to be what you want. And it's, it's may, he may lack things. And I think nobody likes, you know, that type of intimacy where you have a session, if you will, together. You <laughs> I'm trying to, right? You know, have a session together where you Full guys transparency, are... transparency, guys. Talking about sex. I had, I talked with Darren and I was like, please, please be PG. On this convert, on this topic, and he is doing exceptionally well. I think I'm doing great. I'm so. I think I'm doing pretty so good. So very proud of you. I'm staying the course. You are. I'm staying in the pocket. You are. I'm not going outside. No. I am Tom Brady in the pocket. I don't leave the pocket. I stay in there, and if I don't have a shot down the field, I'm throwing the ball away. Okay. You may not get that reference, but I the men not, will. I did not get <laughs> get that reference at all, but. Good job. Yes. So, but yeah, guys, if you're having those, if you, if you have, you, nobody likes to have that type of love making session where it just seems robotic or you just there out of obligation in a sense, you, you want to have those times where you connect. And I think if you've been married any length of time together, I think some of the, the best uh, sessions that you can have or sex that you may have guys um, is when you guys feel connected in on more than one level yeah you know it's not just a physical thing you're not coming together just because you're stressed or just because okay we haven't had sex in a couple of weeks so we might as well do this it's not like that but if you guys have had one of those good days where you've laughed together you've yeah. joked together you've, you've connected, you've, you've connected right level, yeah and you've connected on more level now you're more warmed up now you're looking forward to it and now it becomes one of those moments where you're like oh that was really nice thank you guys for that gift what about like physical appearance what do you mean? Like, like that plays into. Oh yeah. That plays into that. Yes, it does. So. So do we? Do we even talk about that? Do we talk about that? Should yeah. we? Should no, 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 no. Like, should we talk about that? Wow, I think it plays a part. So we can touch on it. Okay, we'll touch on it. Okay, so I'm gonna touch on it from a male perspective because I'm not gonna disrespect any woman out here at all. Okay. So men, guys, gentlemen. Um, let's be up to par. Um, let's try to look nice. I know some of us maybe work long, hard days. Maybe you work outside of the home and maybe you sweat. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe you work in construction. Maybe you're a barber and you cut hair and you come home with other people's hair all over you all the time. I don't know what it is, but you get the point. Let's make sure that we're well-groomed, uh, that we're have our hygiene together as well maybe you know smell nice as well because i think women like scents as well and you know and let's just make sure we're, we're up to par let's not just come home and just serve her our sloppiness and think that that's going to turn on because it's not that's that's shower and you know do the things that we know to do you know things of that nature so hopefully you guys are reading that you know just take care of yourself that also uh, would include exercise as well 
I try to exercise right now. I'm a little bit off, but I've been on, you know, but you take have. care of ourselves. I'm proud of that. Let me tell you about, let me talk to you about exercise in general. And it's not, it's not even just about being, it's not even about the physical appearance, though it does play a part of course, in it. Of course, yeah. To me, it is the sexiest thing, one of the sexiest things mm. is to see um, my husband value his life in his health yeah that is important that yeah. that's a big thing to me hey if you come out of this thing um with rock hard abs and all of this other stuff and shoulder muscles and stuff that's fine that's cool too mm -hmm. i get it but guess what i really care about hey you're gonna be here longer for me and these children yes and so that that to me is sexy you yes. you value your health. That's a very very big thing for me. So I just wanted to say that because it's not it's not all about the physical. Correct. Because I would even appearance. say, like, even what you just discussed and said there would probably be more of it in maybe intellectual intimacy, maybe emotional intimacy, because you're able to express to me why that's important to you, and then the emotion tied behind it. Because you know, I, I guess. I don't want to say one of your fears, if you will, but, you know, because I know God didn't give us a spirit of fear, but one of your concerns or things that you don't want to happen is for me to leave this earth prematurely for something that I could have stopped. Exactly. You know, if something happens and, you know, God takes me home, okay, you know, but don't let it be because I ate myself into a grave. Exactly. You know, type of thing. So that's exactly. what I mean by taking care of ourselves, guys. So it may mean, you know, putting a triple cheeseburger down. Yeah, it may mean having that dreaded salad from time to time that you hate to have just to help your wife, you know? And I'll say, I, I won't even really talk too much about it, but similar to same ladies. Here we go. There, yeah. there it is. That's that's all I'm going to say. Yeah. But I, I feel like... Ladies, you don't have to try hard most of the time for us men, though. So. <laughs> I feel <laughs> like that's an important, um, that's an important thing um, to keep in mind when it comes to that and the last thing i wanted to ask you yes um was how do you feel about planning sex scheduling so, sex so or scheduling um couple time okay. it doesn't even have to be like sex so i think i've recently changed on this you may be aware of this and that because it initially I was like, oh, man, I don't want to schedule that. I don't want to be more spontaneous and things of that nature. I don't want it to sound like an appointment, like a doctor's appointment that I got to go to. But, you know, time, seasons of life change. You know, yeah. you have kids. Some of you guys may have babies and things of that nature. And you may have to plan out to say, hey, this, because things get so hectic, if we don't watch ourselves, yeah, we'll go days and days, possibly weeks and weeks without touching each other because we're so in tune with what's going on with all these kids and our work and responsibilities and things of that nature. So if you got a plan that, hey, Friday night is you and me go time, then plan that out and make that, and make that a thing. <laughs> and it's, a, it's very important. Like come up with a, an agreement between, that's when, that's when you have those open and those um, raw conversations and you're just very honest with each other and you're like, okay, like yeah. how, how, frequent do we want to have sex Correct. like what what um what how many 
moments do you think is a good time for us or how yeah. many days do you think is a good amount for us right. to to engage in this or what would make you feel loved and mm -hmm. um, more connected in this way and it's not that you have to exactly put it on a calendar but if it gets to that point put it on a calendar you yeah. don't have to put it on there like sex you could put it on there like you know date night in fact your you should have a scheduled date night mm -hmm. once a week and honestly, Darren and I are working on this. We yes. have gotten more date nights um, lately, but it has it took some time to us to make sure we were consistent right. in scheduling them. Um, I think because for a long time we had three yeah. months of date nights because our kids would be like in Mississippi with my yeah. mom. And so it was just like every night's a date night because right. our kids are gone. But we've had to um, really focus on making it consistent to do that. So it could be your date night or you can just put like, this is our scheduled a long time. And, it, and it's not even about sex. It could probably lead to sex, but mm -hmm. maybe it's just you and you and your spouse just sitting down and talking. Yeah. You, you taking the moment to schedule times to talk and to connect. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Your connect time, whatever connect it is. Time. You can call it, you can call it whatever fun thing you want to call it. It could be fun day Fridays or sex and Saturdays <laughs> or whatever you want to call it. But, but, but yeah, but come up with something and even what, what time of day is it best? You know, are you best at night or be, hey man, these kids are always up. Let's in the morning before we get the day started, <laughs> whatever works for you guys, have those conversations and find out what works for you because we, we, we're so, we're such champions for marriage that we really want to see you guys work. We really want to see things blossom in everybody that we know in their marriages, things of that nature. So just have those awkward conversations, even if they are awkward, so they won't be awkward in the future and figure these things out. Don't just go neglected and not having these conversations, have these conversations because physical intimacy is very important and it's a gift from God. Don't be shy about it. And, and absolutely. And honestly, um, if you feel like it's something medical going yeah. on, go to the doctor and get it checked out. If you mm -hmm. feel like there's something going on with your body and like it's not like you're not producing whatever you should be producing right. and everything, just go get it checked out. Um, I shared with our group um, because we had recently uh, did this uh, intimacy unraveled. Yeah. Um, uh, through our marriage ministry at our church and we Correct. presented that last Friday and I was very transparent and I told people that I had a t there was a time where I was not interested in sex like it was it wasn't like a long period of time but it was long enough for me to notice something was wrong right for Darren to notice something that was wrong and went to the doctor and honestly it was just like the medicine that I had been taking the doctor was like yeah, this is what's what's suppressing your it's a side effect. Yeah, it's a side effect. And this is what's suppressing it and said, you know what, though, you're healthy enough. You don't need to you don't need to take it anymore. And so I got off of that medicine and I Voila. was fine. <laughs> yeah, right. I was fine after that. But that was something that happened to me. And I was in my 20s. Right. You know, it's not. So don't think it's just something that's going to happen to you like when you're older, older. Um, or when you're in a certain age bracket, um, it can happen to you at any age. And so if you think it's something medical, go get it checked out, make yes. sure like get and, and pray about it first. Mm -hmm. And then if, if, if you feel like you need to go get it checked out, go do that. No shame. 
Yeah, so I'm going to piggyback on there and talk to the men because most of the time it's us men that don't want to go to the doctor, myself included. I don't like going to the doctor, haven't been in a long time, and I probably should go. But I will tell you gentlemen, though, if I ever have something going on in that area, you can better believe I will be at a doctor. <laughs> He's not for, missing that. For real. No, I'm not going to miss out on that. And so don't be so prideful, gentlemen, to, yeah. to not go to the doctor to check up on it. Not just for yourself, but again, for your wife as well, because your wife, especially if your wife desires you, man, yeah. come on. So don't be shamed. Go to the doctor. And if it's something, they could probably do something for it. Like my wife said, definitely pray about it. Ask God to, you know, step in and give you wisdom on what the situation yeah. is. Pray but about everything. First. Absolutely. Pray. pray about everything first. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but definitely go to the doctor. Don't feel ashamed about it, guys. Just don't let it hold you up. And when we say pray about everything first, everything. pray about everything first. Yeah, I would even encourage you to pray before you have your your love making sessions. You'd be, you know, pray that hey, God bless this love making session we're getting ready to have for your glory, and I believe it will be for His glory, honestly. Absolutely, I mean, mm -hmm. it's important to do that. I do it. I do it too. I do it. <laughs> we pray. Yeah, you know, when we're setting up for it, I we're not like, super saved like that. It's just that it's just. No, I mean, I wanted to be the best they can be. I want, I like, God help my wife to enjoy this. You know, help me to perform well and things of that nature. <laughs> I do. These are things I say to God. And, God answers his my prayers. That's all I say. Yes. So, well, guys, we so hope you enjoyed this conversation that we had. Hope you enjoyed the whole series for the month of February as well yeah, for Covenant Kisses. Awesome. I hope you guys are just getting in tune with yourself and having those conversations and figuring out which one of these intimacies you're more dominant in and also finding out which one your spouse is more dominant in and just working it out together and figuring these things out. So we, we love you guys so much. We're glad you guys were able to do this with us and we can pray out if you don't have anything else you want to add. The only thing that I want to say is just make sure that you are talking with your spouse about sex. It's so important. It and I just feel right now, um, the Holy Spirit just telling me that um, to encourage ladies to be honest and open yes. with your spouse with your husband about your sexual desires yes. and what it is that um you need from them it's so very important for you to share that do not be ashamed about it do not mm -hmm. be fearful about it it's just um very important for you to do it and honestly it was so important for us to have the conversation um yeah. because you honestly i'm sorry the church needs to talk about they it they do and we need to and 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 hopefully we did a good job of not being crude we didn't try not to say anything that was um i don't know the word that i'm trying to say that yeah. hopefully you didn't cringe too much right <laughs> you know um but it's important that we speak and we talk to you concerning sex because um one you need to know that you're not the only one that's dealing with um some of the things that you may be dealing with or that mm -hmm. have had issues um and i just i just feel so strongly just to to say that for the ladies so Gosh, um that is so good, good. Man. i feel like i need to pick it back just really quick i won't be long but like you said just i i i will say same thing she said guys have those conversations find out each other's desires and what you guys like and have those conversations and talk about it so you guys can know it's just important don't keep it to yourself have these conversations they're so important but Guys, we love you, and we're going to go ahead and pray out for you guys, okay? We ended the series. We ended the series. It's, Woo! it's done. We'll it's, probably revisit it later on in the future or something like that or something to this extent. But, yeah, this one's this one's the wrap, babe. I mean, I'm actually, like, really 
I'm I'm really really excited. This was a good series. I, I thought like. so. I you know. Yeah, I got to do it with you, so it's great. <sighs> awesome. Hey. All right, guys. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you so much for the opportunity to be able to do this series and to speak to your people or your children. I pray, Lord, that everybody who's listening, Lord God, will have heard something that has touched them, Lord, that you will speak to them and speak to uh, married couples and let them know what you have to say about intimacy. And I pray that we all see intimacy, all four levels of intimacy, the way that you see them, Lord God. I pray, Lord, that couples are having conversations and that they're freed up um, to understand each other and their intimacies, Lord. And I just pray, Lord, that marriages are more successful um, from this. And I just give you praise, honor, and glory for it, Lord God. Bless your people and touch on their lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, guys. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Bye.